Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the DestroProds.com video games podcast. As always, I'm dead. Joining today, we have Alex. And that's all you get. Yep. Caveman is being a big fucking nerd and spending time with his wife and family. Oh, who does that? I know, right? It's like, cut off all real emotional ties and spend your time with a bunch of weirdos that you know on the internet. Like how a dare, regular how person. Do you have actual, how do you actually have people you know in real life? Yeah, that's just disgusting. <laughs> who knows what well, diseases maybe, they have? Maybe an alligator will get him. Yeah, I mean, they're in Louisiana. Not. Yes, I know. Either a gator's going to get him or they're going to choke or they're going to choke to death on the piece of a gator that they're eating. That gator stew. Yep. And as they're dying, they'll go, not spicy enough. And then just croak. Not spicy enough. Mon ami. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, we miss you, buddy. But anyway, yes, we're here talking about fucking video games. Video games that are, hopefully, not Kingdom Hearts 3, because we already had an entire show about them. Yeah, no, no, no. I have, have not touched Kingdom Hearts 3 since I finished. Alrighty, cool. I think I'm going to. Yeah, I still have not gotten it yet. Still? Motherfucker, I am poor. And I, like, the, the most recent video game that I bought was I put in a pre-order for fucking Mortal Kombat 11. And the only reason I was able to do that was because one of my roommates offered to go halvesies on it. I mean, I'm not exactly swimming in game money myself right now, so it's just I had to pass on that to get Kingdom Hearts 3. <laughs> we're going to see where our priorities, priorities lie. Yeah. Uh, <coughs> so anyway. <coughs> God damn it. Stop coughing. Don't die. I fucking can't, dude. Apparently. They're supposed to be clean up there. Yeah, I know, but fucking apparently, if you have a viral infection or whatever, like the flu or whatever, you can end up having a cough afterwards for up to eight weeks. Ah, yeah, that happens. Yes, I was sick three weeks ago. And you're still coughing. I am not even halfway through this fucking thing yet. God damn it. I, too, was sick three weeks ago, and I stopped coughing a week ago. Well, fucking bully for you, then. So I'm better. Ugh. You should get you should get better too. That good old New Jersey toxic air cleans you right up. Yeah, just head out there, take a deep breath. All your hair falls off and then regrows, but like, but like spikier. Yes. Go for a dip in the river and come out with different skin. And come out looking like the Toxic Avenger. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where are they gonna tutu from? What the shit? Anyway, yeah. Uh, also, if you hear a weird like humming noise in the background, that's because we are getting into the part of the year where I have to have some kind of cooling on at all times in my room, or I die. All right, the whole not winter thing. Yes, it is currently I think two degrees outside, and because of that, it feels like twenty five in my room. Because my room is good. It is a here. nice room. It's all cold and rainy and only like 40 degrees, you know, in our degrees, not your degrees. Yeah. And your weird so fucking degrees where water freezes at 32. Yeah. And boils at like what? Seven. I don't know, but in yeah, the rest of the world, it's, things it's, get it's, goddamn it's, sense. 
It's temper. No, it's it's temperature for people, not water. Because I'm a people, not water. You're mostly water. Well, from a certain point of view, that is technically correct. <laughs> anyway, that's enough. <laughs> Argue about the philosophical nature of water. They're my fucking video games. So what weird AMA bullshit have you been playing this week? Well, funny you mentioned that. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's that time of year for the now yearly Super Robot Wars release. Oh, goody. Yes. This year's one is named Super Robot Wars T. As opposed to V. Or X. Or Alpha 3. Okay, what does that mean? Uh, like, does the T that, stand for what? something, or does it just, hey, here's a new version. It's called T. Why? Eh. Uh, it's not really. I don't really think it's supposed to stand for anything. I think they just, like, usually, like, it's in-game, like, whatever your protagonist group is named, this this game is, like, we usually start with a T. If that if you go with the default name, but I don't think it really stands for anything. They just pick random letters and sometimes two letters. Oh, good. Like, like the well, like like UX or you know MX. Actually, it's just if it's in front of an X. I don't know. They think it sounds cool. <laughs> you know, we we need to fucking. We need to name our thing. What do we do? I don't know. Just take English letters. Fuck, I don't care. Let me alone. I'm drunk. I mean, they used to use numbers, but then after the first series ended after four, they started going to letters because it was a new continuity, and I guess they didn't want to confuse people. Yeah, this isn't confusing at all. Well, T comes after V? Yeah, totally. Yes. T... T comes after X, which comes after V. I mean, I guess that one does make sense. But Z Z came before all of them. Yeah, that fucking goddammit. Goddammit, Japan, you fuckers. And, and then they had Z2 and Z3. Name things in English gooder. I mean... At least the character names aren't as bad as some of other anime I've seen, like you know, characters named Elbow Smash. Is that a good name or a bad name? Then I, I don't, I don't really, I don't really get a read on what you were saying with that. One of the one of the one of the characters in some of the supplementary Gundam material somewhere, his name is Elbow Smash. Like his name is first name is Elbow, his last name is Smash. Okay, I was gonna say like yeah, Elbow Smash. That's a decent name, but then oh, Elbow. Last name Smash, first name Elbow. That's the uh. yes. Oh, uh. anyway. Anyway, so yes, this game is notable because not only is it translated to English like the last several games, because they finally caught on to the fact that you know actual people that are outside of Japan want to play this. But to get around licensing fees, they release it in English translation in Southeast Asia only and then have you import it over because they can't actually release it in the U.S. because all of the series rights are held by like 10 different companies. Yeah, naturally. That'd be a nightmare. Yes. And in some cases, they're held by companies that refuse to let anything cooperate, like Macross, which is owned by Harmony Gold for another couple of years. 
and they refuse to let it be used in anything. Yeah. I don't, I don't my fucking licensing rights. Fucking licensing shit's stupid. Like, I, I know, I get why it is there to an extent, but just the way it's implemented is just to fracture everything into every possible direction so that no one can have anything and well it's easier to do it in japan because everything is owned by like five different companies yeah but then you get out in the world most of the most of the robot stuff is owned by bandai and sunrise which also produces this game so that's why most of the properties here are owned by bandai and sunrise it's almost like it's easier for them to to just you know get stuff from their own company yeah you'd think but I guess it's I guess it's easier in Japan because over in over here, people have been waiting for fucking all kinds of weird team ups in the superhero movies, and no one can get it because the rights are splintered off into nine different companies. Yep. Even the even though those nine different companies are all owned by the same company. Well, it's just it's the movie rights. The movie rights are like sold to different studios who are rivals, and they're like, no, you can't have our characters. No, like fucking the Justice League Dark movie. It's something they've oh, been yeah. they've been trying to get going for fucking years. Like Guillermo del Toro's been working on it, and one of the things that I saw like back when it was like first starting up is people were talking about like, yeah, man, licensing rights are fucking weird. Yeah, all the rights are owned by Warner Brothers, but for some reason they Warner- can't get the rights to actually use them in their own movies. Well, that's just Warner Brothers being stupid because they're like, no, we can't we can't have one character used in more than one continuity. That might confuse people. Yes, yeah, so we're gonna be releasing a Black Adam movie that's set place in a different continuity that isn't t- tied to the DC universe at all. Yep. Uh, Thankfully, see- Super Robot Wars doesn't do that too much. Well, that's nice. And so they just have their own ridiculous continuity. Well, no, I mean, I mean, they have the same characters. Like, like the character of Mazinger Z has been in like every almost every single game. So there's been like 20 different versions of him throughout the series. God damn it. And they just kind of roll with it. Yeah, they just kind of, I mean, I mean, some, I mean, some games it's like, hey, it's a slightly different version of this character. Sometimes it's not, you know, but they're so like, is there continuity at all? Is. Or is it just, is there continuity at all? Or is it just like fucking, like, what is it? Uh, is it like those Dynasty Warriors games where it's just, hey, let's put this fuck fight. Yeah. There's, oh, and super, super uh, well, I mean, there's continuity between s- series, like, Z1, 2, and 3 are all after each other. And then there's Alpha 1, 2, and 3. As far as all the games having one continuity, it used to be there wasn't. And then they're like, but maybe there's a multiverse. God damn it. Like all of these, because because sometimes, sometimes characters cross over and they're like, yeah, I was in this, I was in this dimensional portal and I popped out here. No, I. Oh, you guys look kind of familiar. I know how multiverses work. Yeah. I'm, I'm from comics. But it so, but it's like that shit, they is, don't, that shit is the lazy writing way of just doing whatever you want. Well, and then there was the la- well, the, la- the last game claimed that like eventually there's just like this universal reset, and like everything this, happens again, but like slightly differently. Book. Yeah, pretty much. Well, no, not like 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 everything goes on. They hit, they hit the heat death of the universe. There's another big bang, and then the same stuff happens, but. Slightly different. No, yeah, that's a comic and book. The same people are born again. Oh, is it? Is that has it been done in a comic book? Fucking probably. DC's probably like fucking. DC has rebooted the universe like fucking four times. 
and a bunch of them are just, and a, bu- a bunch of them are just, all right, so we're doing things slightly differently. Like, hey, here's Superman. He landed, but this time he landed in a different cornfield that the Kents found him in. And that led to him being slightly more of a dick in track pants. Hmm. And then after about six months, they go, oh, wait, this isn't working. Okay, just bring it back to what it was before. Yeah, that sounds about right. Fucking DC. They're kind of cowards. Kind of. I mean, at least at least with Bandai and Amco, they're like, well, this isn't quite working out, but whatever. This one-off game is done. We'll try something new next time. Yeah, yeah. And we'll, next time we'll have Char not go evil and drop that asteroid. <laughs> this time he'll start evil and drop the asteroid. Yeah. <laughs> and, so, and sometimes he's like, no, you know what? You know, I shouldn't drop that asteroid. That'd be a bad idea. Yeah. Or he drops the asteroid that immediately realizes, oh, fuck, wait, this is a bad idea. I live here. And there's one time when he dropped the asteroid and the Earth suddenly vanished. <laughs> <I missed. laughs> God damn it. And he's and he's like, well, I wasn't expecting that. No, why would you? Why the fuck would you? It's like, I'm weird. I didn't think a planet would just randomly be teleported away. That's like a fucking hitchhiker's bit. It's like Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. This whole massive thing is happening and then just bloop. Wait, what? Then suddenly Earth reappears somewhere else, but this time everybody's a cat or whatever. That's not happened yet. Yet, though. That's the operative word. Well, I'm sure you've given them ideas. This is anime, son. Everything is possible. Like, like we should do. We should do an. We should do a game where everyone is randomly a cat person. I look forward to Captain Earth showing up and it then being rightly kicked in the dick. Well, he could. I mean, this game had Cowboy Bebop in it, <laughs> so anything is possible. Anything is possible. Cowboy Bebop, and, and at one point in one of the uh, like the the end messages, if 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 you take a break and like if you take a break mid stage, there'll be there'll be a point where uh, like characters pop up and do like a skit. They're like, "Hey, because some see so you play it again." When the Cowboy Bebop guys, they're like, "Why are we in this? There are no robots in our series." <laughs> I'm in a plane. Why am I flying around fighting robots in a plane? Yeah, they're gonna be they're gonna be just like flying around all of a sudden to be like, hey, we're getting we're straight from this planet, and then go down and see a bunch of high school kids hanging on the beach. It's like, huh, weird. Anyway, moving on. No, well, that's what I want. Like, Spike flies around in his spaceship, and like, <laughs> that's the unit you control, <laughs> not, not a robot, but a space fighter. Well, yeah, Astra has a spaceship. It's piloted by a bunch of high school students who are trying to fucking not die but it's a spaceship well, that's usually how it goes yeah i've again i've seen anime well the late the latest trend in in uh super Robot wars is to have a series that has no robots in it like they started in v with yamato space battleship yamato which just has the ship and fighters and no actual robots and then x had uh uh, Nautica in the Valley of the Wind, which has a ship that isn't even piloted by the main character, and now they not only have Captain Harlock, they also have Cowboy Bebop. Okay, I look forward. I look forward to the part where they reach fucking like Robot War Chartreuse or whatever, because they ran out of letters and started using colors. Probably. 
Like, fucking, it's going to be like a thousand years in the future. And it's going to be, hey, welcome to Robot Wars hex codes. It'll just be like fucking like pound six numbers. And then that's the fucking version you have. I mean, one of the games is called Super Robot Wars Cross Omega. So, you know. Goody. I mean, they're, they're getting it. They're getting it. Yeah, they're getting into weird. Uh, they're getting into Japanese naming conventions. Pretty much. Yeah, like it's going to get to a point where you're just like fucking flying around. All of a sudden, you run into the fucking Black Lagoon ship, like the fucking boat from Black Lagoon, just hanging out in space. Yep. Rock's trying to light a cigarette, but there's no oxygen, so you're just like, fucking goddammit! They did that in, uh, they did it with Full Metal Panic, with the submarine somehow becoming a spaceship. Because, well, that's Full Metal Panic. Submarine. Yeah. They want, I guess they wanted the submarine to be a ship, but not just have it limited in water, so they're like, oh yeah. So we converted the submarine into a spaceship. How does that work? I don't know. Yeah, how does that work? Don't worry about it. It happens. It happens somehow. I don't know. Don't yeah. question this. Yeah. Don't worry about it, says the talking stuffed animal. This talking stuffed animal that they also converted to somehow run in space. Yeah, naturally. And they're like, how does that work? I don't know. Don't question this. Yeah, you get to the final game of the series, all of a sudden the characters of Anohana show up piloting a giant mech that looks like the ghost of their dead friend. They spend the entire time crying and punching. Their special their special move is fucking firing out shooting out fireworks. And one crying of the, one more. of the character one of the characters in V has her mech turned into a, a air bike that she rides with no exposed <laughs> cockpit. She can somehow still do this in space. Oh god damn it. This fucking game. Yeah. So what makes tea special? God damn it. Oh, well, I'm glad you asked. Let's talk about the game we're supposed to be talking about. Yes. So you, so, so you, well, you can, you can pick two, two protagonists like usual. You can pick a male or a female. You either pick the male salary man or the female secretary. And the whole thing, the whole uh, main original plot of the game is that you're a company that build a robot that is treated like, you know, a standard Japanese company. Yeah, naturally. Called 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 the VTX organization. And you have a rival business which is creatively named, quote, the company. Blistering that is what creativity. The enemy group is called the company. I mean, the I, company. I guess it makes I guess it makes better I make guess it makes more sense when it's, you know, written in Japanese. And the the whole part the whole point of the game has so far been basically my company is better than yours. Our company that exists solely to service this one robot is better than yours. And they keep and the 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 CEO of the company keeps trying to get the protagonist to work for them. He's like, I'll double your salary, I'll triple your salary. Come work for us. And they're said, No, I have my pride as a salary man. I look forward to you activating oh. the I look forward to you activating the salary man special robot power, which is just performing dogeza. Probably. And then getting on, like, is your giant mech getting onto the giant mech subway and just barfing in a briefcase? Well, I'm a salary man. Well, they do. They they do have the obligatory, you know, go out and get completely drunk after work. Yeah, of course they do. It's it's a Japanese salary man. If they didn't do that, they'd kill themselves. Yes. Because of that, even though it has a typical cast of cute girls, they're all like in their 20s somehow. Even though they all look like typical high school kids, they're like, oh, yes, but I'm actually 21, so I can drink. I'm actually 21, so it's not weird to jerk off to me. 
So, so I can, yeah, so I can participate in the, uh, in the time honored tradition of getting shit faced after work. Yes. You want to get, you want to get fucking plastered and bork in an alleyway? I'm legal. Also, one of them has blue hair and wears a brown wig because she doesn't want people to see her blue hair. Is it like a story element or just something stupid? I, I assume I assume there's some plot reason as to why she has blue hair, but I'm only halfway through the game. No, like, I mean, no, I mean, is there a plot reason for why she would want to hide her blue hair? Like, is blue hair not normal? I don't. As like I said, I I I assume so because like you walk into her in the locker room and you catch her putting on a brown wig and you're like, oh, you have blue hair. She's like, oh my god, you can't tell anyone; it's a secret. Please don't tell anyone I have blue hair. And they're like, okay, okay. But your so character just reacts like, like real, not like real blasé about it. Yeah, she's like, okay. Oh, yeah, she's like, I guess okay. I, I, I guess, I guess you don't want to, you know, stand out too much. I mean, I'm assuming like she comes from a race of people that have all blue hair or something. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I, that's the only thing I could think of that would actually be a reason for why an anime character with blue hair would want to hide it. Yeah, because there are there are aliens and they're like they're, they're oh yeah they're aliens they look just like us of course yeah. But they got different colored hair, and their ancient beings look like seven-year-olds. There's just one character from a series I haven't watched called. Uh... Actually, I forget what it's called. Let me go look it up. Okay then. Hold on one second. Um, it's called uh, "Expelled from Paradise." Yeah, I've never heard of that one either. Okay, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but the, but the character apparently she's like a digital program that was uploaded into like a f- flesh and blood body, so she could interact outside the computer. And like she looks like she's a teenager, but like her actual program is supposed to be twenty years old. So she's like, "I'm really twenty years old," and they're like, "Oh, but you look like a kid." And she's like, "Yes, well, my cybernetic body wasn't fully designed properly." Oh God damn it! So, you know they, So they have. So yeah. So they have the whole. Uh, you know. I'm actually older than I look because I'm an alien. Nah, it's a fucking Gen or a Butchie fucking <laughs> bit. God damn it, you fuck. Oh, again? It's probably bad then. Yeah, it yeah, it was, yeah it's uh, written by uh, Gen, uh, directed by Seiji Mizushima, who directed the original Full Metal Alchemist, Gundam Suit 00, and Shaman King. Well, I don't look forward to seeing how that story ends. <laughs> I mean, I, I was I was really I was originally wary when they're like, "Oh yeah, we took her out of a computer program, and her body looks like a kid, but she's actually twenty something." And I'm like, "That doesn't seem right." I don't seem right at all. That doesn't seem right at all. That also, seems, there's a show that, in that it that seems like crimes. A, yeah, there's a show in it called Magic Knights Rayarth. Which I've never seen, but apparently is like really popular, and people have wanted it in for years. Well, good for them. So, but it's a clamp show, so you know it has all the trappings of a clamp show. Uh, right. Yeah. Ah, uh, good old but it, clamp. But hey, it has uh, it has Cowboy Bebop, and everyone likes Cowboy Bebop. <laughs> and. Except Spike is the only character you get to play as because nobody else pilots anything with any guns. Yeah, nah, naturally. Like, like, like the Bebop is the, the Bebop shows up on a map and then like they park somewhere. There's like we can't have, we can't have this thing f- 
fly around with all of you. It has no guns. I know. We'll duct tape. I know. We'll get, we'll give this corgi a gun and duct tape him to the side of the ship. Come, data dog. We ride. I've never watched Cowboy Bebop. Really? Yeah, I think we. I think like back in the day, in like an early iteration of the Anime Club, we did like the first two episodes of it, and I was just not feeling it. I'm. I mean, I mean, I, I mean, it's all right. It's not like the greatest thing ever, but I know a lot of pe- people that don't like anime that like it because it's. I guess it's not very anime, but I don't know. Oh no, yeah, like I it's all right, get I guess. that. Like, like that is a series that people fucking fall over themselves to fucking love. Um. From what I've heard of the soundtrack, it's fucking fantastic, and it is a very much a entry level anime thing. Of hey, you not hey, you not an anime? Well, check out this Cowboy Bebop, and then if you like that, hey, maybe check out this Black Lagoon. Sounds about right. Yeah, it's just I guess I kind of skipped over that part of getting into anime because I got into anime through Sailor Moon and Inuyasha. <laughs> You know, those fucking gems of the genre. Ah, oh, yes. Do you know that he's a demon? He, he, he's a demon dog. But because you got the human bits, that means you're stronger than a real demon. I thought he was weaker than a real demon. Um, I don't even want to. Sorry. He got, the power of, he got the power of human emotions. That means his boner gets I'm, massive. I'm, I'm proud to say I didn't actually watch much of that. I watched so goddamn much of it because YTV, the network it streamed on here, I think here in Canada, would air 10 episodes, then go back to episode one, then air then air 10 further episodes than before, then go back to episode one. Yeah, it's probably because that's all they had dubbed at the time. <coughs> it's, 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 like, it's like for years, Toonami would only air like the first 30 episodes of DBZ because that's all they had. Yeah. So Here's the first episode of Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Stop coughing. I can't do so any fu- the fr- I can't do any of my goddamn joke voices because the fucking cough gets in the way. So, like, midway through the Ginyu Force, all of a sudden, they'd be like, and eh, now we're back to the first episode again because that's all we have. Yeah. And that's how, that's how it was for, like, three years until someone finally was like, you know, if it gets such good ratings, maybe we should dub the rest of it. <laughs> I'd, what I, a good I idea. Th- like, if, if it hadn't been, like, today or, like, Itunami... I'm just, I'm just imagining this like vision in my head of like the space guy in Toonami. He's got a screen. It's like, hey, kids, you want to see more Dragon Ball Z? Get your parents to mail us $50 so we can dub it ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> and there's like every during every show on Toonami. They're just a fucking like thermometer showing the amount of money they received from children. Just getting up every time it hits the top, they dub a new episode of Dragon Ball Z and it goes right back to that right back down to the bottom. Ding. Yep. Episode unlocked. <laughs> just emotion just extorting money to children to get to get them to watch this show they're emotionally invested in. I'm surprised they didn't think of that. I mean that might be a bit too repugnant even for Toonami. Sorry, I mean even for network television. Not meant to throw not meant to throw Toonami under the bus, just Network executives might have looked at that, and then their lawyers came in and go, um, sir, no. I'm pretty sure it's illegal in the U.S. to uh, to do that, actually. Yeah. Then he snorts cocaine off of his assistant's that. fucking ass, and he goes, what are you talking about? It's 1997. We can do whatever we want. 
Then his lawyer goes home yeah, and one drinks. Of the, one of the difference between the U.S. and Japan is that it's 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 against the law to advertise your own stuff to kids. Whereas in Japan, it is not. So, like you know, but if 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 you ever watch the commercials for the Japanese uh, broadcasts, most of them are just nothing but shilling their own merchandise. Yeah. Hey, kids, you like else. this thing? Then buy it. All yeah. of it. All of it. This. That's. You can't. You can't do that in America. I mean. Steal your parents' upon money. A time, you, It'll show initiative. Once upon a time, you could in like the eighties, which is why they had you know Transformers and GI Joe and all those highly merchant merchandisable uh, shows. Yeah, but then, but eventually, consumer protection laws, I guess. Com- yeah, people. Com- well, people complained because they were just like, "All you're doing is like sh- selling crap to kids who don't know any better." So, like, okay, I guess we'll change that. I feel like their defense at that point is probably just like, yeah. We sell crap to you too. I would put it just immediately I think, lost. I, th- I think I think they used I think they used the excuse of like you know cereals and stuff and unhealthy food. So, like you're uh, making our kids unhealthy, bitch. Have you seen your kids? McDonald's is getting close to a billion served, motherfucker. This was back in the day before we just accepted that most people are fat and there's nothing we can do about it. Damn, Skippy. Back in like the mid 90s when people were still a little healthy. Uh, the good old days when I could see my own toes. Yes. Back in the day when standing up didn't cause 19 bones to break. I'm all not at that point yet, and I hope I don't be. I am. I feel like I'm teetering on the edge of that point. We've gone through this again. I'm, I'm apparently the most I'm apparently the most healthy and in shape person on the site, and that's that's frankly I wouldn't go for that. Like there are some like, there are a bunch of people on this site who actually do you know work out and walk and shit and are like you know physically capable of doing things. Okay, out of you mean caveman. Caveman's, Caveman's coming up on you. He's he's get, he's catching up. He has a workout regimen that he does it every day. He's 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 getting there. Yes, but you know, as of right now, you're currently the most physically fit person on this podcast. On the podcast, yes, that's that's kind of frightening when you think about it. And right now, I am the most physically unfit person on this entire website. I'm also the shortest, though, so it balances out. Yeah, I'm the shortest and the oldest, yet somehow the most in shape. <laughs> Well, that's enough about your fucking workout routine, Grandpa. Let's get back to the video games. All right, so, <coughs> so, so I haven't I haven't finished uh, tea yet, so I'll let you know if there's an important plot point why that that girl has blue hair. But since the game, since importing and getting a shipping cost that isn't going to have it eaten by customs, costs almost a hundred dollars, and since I've bought several other games, including that in Kingdom Hearts, I'm not, I don't have a lot of uh, video game money lately, so I, I had to dip back to playing games I already had. And since Devil May Cry 5 just came out, and I can't afford Devil May Cry 5, I went to the Steam edition of Devil May Cry 4. Okay, how is that? I've been looking at that, thinking about trying it out. Like, I want to I want to play DMC 5. But I also kind of want to play like, DMC 4. Oh, you've never played DMC 4 ever? I have not played... I have not significantly played any Devil May Cry game. Really? 
Yeah, like I think I played Devil May Cry 3 for about half an hour, then returned it to Blockbuster. And then last time we recorded, or at the very least, last time we did a non-Kingdom Hearts episode, uh, I talked about how, yeah, I got the, I got the Devil May Cry HD collection for PS4. I, be, I played the first boss of DMC1, then stopped. Oh, that's right. I remember that. Well, because I'm a filthy casual. Well, four is well. First of all, four four has the distinction of you not playing Dante to start with. Yes, you're playing as Nero, the Raiden of DMC. Yes, you play as Nero, voiced by Johnny Young Bosch, who is not like Dante in that he has he has uh, he has one wep he has one sword that has a motorcycle throttle on it. Yep. I rev you my rev sword for reasons. You know, you, you rev your sword and it, it lights the sword on fire and that makes his hit stronger somehow. Yeah, that makes sense. Like when I rev, when I rev, when I rev a motorcycle, the motorcycle catches on fire and thus I do more damage to the road. And he has, he has a gun. Just, he, he just, he has one, he has one like Vashta stampede esque big revolver. Yeah. And his arm is fully devil triggered. Yes, and his arm is a demon arm because he got bit by a demon or something, and that turned it into this clawed lava thing. I thought it was because he was a quarter demon. Like I, I was reading up on some of this shit, like going in, like leading up to DMC five. I thought it was well, like, that, he, that, like his like his dad was Nero or something. Like not his, no, his dad, not his, no, his dad was the the the, the evil Dante brother Virgil. Virgil. Yeah, his 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 dad is Virgil, but at the time. At the time, they're just like, yeah, he got scratched by a demon, and that made his demon, his arm all demonic. But then it's it's also possible that was just because if he was a, a quarter demon. But Devil May Cry 4 doesn't really bring that up. It just vaguely implies that it, because Virgil at this time is apparently, you know, supposedly dead. Yeah, totally. He's totally dead. The half demon. Yeah, he's dead. But then again, but then he gets he gets Virgil's sword, which gives him a devil trigger, which lets him summon a spectral version of what looks like Virgil's uh, demonic form that has similar attacks. Which is which is basically where they're like, so he's totally Virgil's kid, <laughs> especially since especially since the special edition, because the Steam version is a special edition where you can play as additional characters, one of which is Virgil, and his whole storyline is. He happened to pass through this area years ago and caught the eye of this one woman and maybe possibly got together with her briefly as he goes, but that as he, he goes through the entire game, but like, you know, without any stories, cutscenes, he just fights the boss and that's the end of that. Yeah. Because yeah, you know how it goes. There's an opening cutscene and an ending cutscene. So, but in the regular game, yes, you spend the first half of the game playing as Nero, who is not quite as cool as Dante. He actually runs into Dante and you fight him a few times because he he works for this uh he works for this like cult, but it's kind of like a, it's like a church. Yeah. Like it's basically a like it's basically a cult, but like it's like honorable and stuff. Yeah, from, like yeah, from what I saw of it, it is like they are they're essentially like cultish Catholicism. Yeah. Like they they have, they have all like the trappings of like, you know, the Roman Catholic style, like the big robes, the giant, like fucking gold emblazoned shit across it, or like you know, visually, you know, fucking like symbols of like the sun and shit. But 
then they're like, hey, we've got this weird steampunk lab where we're trying to like fit demons together or whatever, and we're going to rule the world. Ooh. Yeah, which you find out later. Well, because at first it seems like it's just a nice church, and everyone stands there nice, and Nero's girlfriend sings, and Dante smashes through the ceiling, lands in the middle of it, and shoots the priest dead. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's how the plot kicks off. You know, Dante. Yeah. And then Nero spends the first half of this chasing Dante, trying to figure out why he killed the priest, and then and he finds the evil steampunk lab. He's like, oh, these guys are actually evil. <laughs> Wait a minute. You mean the slavist religion I devoted my life to is actually evil? Yep. And it summons this big-ass demon thing, and it sucks ver- and it sucks uh, Nero inside. And then you play as Dante, finally. Yeah. Like I said, like was- I said this, is some real MS- this is some real fucking MGS2 shit. It's like it's like it's like MGS two. If like you started off playing as Raiden and then you got to play a snake instead of the reverse, yeah. Still, still, it works about yeah, it works yeah. about the same kind of thing. Of right, so we're going and we're going to be playing as our we're going to be playing as our favorite fucking like demon ass kicking big sword guns, white hair, red jacket. Who's he? Pretty much, man. I get to play. So yes. So then you you play as Dante, who can actually use his regular. Well, he he can actually do his thing of like I have lots of weapons I can use. I'm not limited to just two, possibly three, if you count my devil arm. Yeah. And the, as Dante, you basically play the game in reverse. By that I mean you go through the stages. You, you fight a lot. So there's this thing where like Nero would fight a boss, and then the boss like. Ha, you've wounded me, but I'm going to run away. And then Dante fights the boss, and Dante kills the boss. Yeah, you can't have Nero being cooler than Dante. Yeah, pretty much. Also, we needed to get home at like three tonight. So let's just just fucking copy-paste this. We already have all these levels. Let's just put them in reverse. Yeah. Missy Elliott was the game director. There's a part where to to proceed, Nero has to play this annoying minigame where like he plays like... 3D chess, and Dante is the same thing, and then Dante just like smashes it and opens the door. Yes, he's about right. Say yes, yes. Dante is cooler than Nero. Yeah, Dante is the same level of cool as the new Doom guy. Until the end, when you play as Nero for the final boss, because Dante like throws him the sword, and he's like, "It's your, it's your show now, kid." And then you fight the final boss as Nero, and then you win. And Dante and Nero like, "You're pretty cool. Maybe I'll see you again sometime." Yeah, and then going into DMC five, they have gone. They have gone the full riding route of giving him a robot arm now. Yep. That is his demon arm gets stolen. That is actually hilarious to me. The fact that these two characters are like there is that much of a parallel between their fucking beginnings and where they went from there. I think people were more open to the idea of Nero than they were Raiden. Oh, 100%. Like, people hated Raiden. People hated Raiden. People were like, maybe Nero will be cool. Well, he's not as cool as Dante, but he's not bad. Yeah, like, like from what I have heard of people talk about, like, Nero is... Nero was different enough that any shortcomings were kind of, like, offset by the fact that he actually was a different character. Yeah. Whereas Raiden is... An annoying bitch who can only do the things that Snake can do, just kind of worse. Pretty much. Until he became a robot ninja. Well, until until the until the very end of Metal Gear Solid 2 when he gets a sword. But you know. Until then. 
Yeah, and then you move into four, and he like is a he like breakdance robot beats a bunch of fucking what are they the the what are the moo ones geckos the uh the, yes I think that's what it is yeah and then you get into fucking revengeance then you get revengeance where he fights the senator I like revengeance a lot it was a fun fucking game yes it was it was it was crazy it wasn't very much like Metal Gear but it oh was it was fun. not a Metal Gear game at all. Unless you count the story. Because the story was insanely Metal Gear. Yeah. They got they went a little too heavy on the nanomachines towards the end, though. Nanomachines, son. Yeah. In fact, just about everything Senator Armstrong said in, in the end was like, oh, okay, this is getting this is getting really intense here. Didn't it like I remember I remember like seeing that. Like it was around, it was around like the whole beginning of the Trump shit, and I saw, I saw like a playthrough of uh, MGS of uh, MGR, I guess, and they got to the Armstrong fight, and it's like we're gonna make America great again. Yeah, and it was just, and then the guy was just, is, is Hideo Kojima Nostradamus? Apparently, because Persona Five had the same thing with like you know Shido. Yeah, and he's like, we're gonna. He's like, we're gonna make this country. And uh, yeah, apparently, apparently at the time, a lot of like, a lot of Japanese people were like watching the American elections, and they're like, Trump's gonna win. But no, man, nope, fucking, nope. like the the Biden shit, like like the Armstrong yeah. shit, that happened years before Trump. That's true. Like Persona Persona Five was developed when like Trump was running, and like yeah, it was like the, the beginning was, like, of Trump. that. And they looked at him and went, Oh yeah, fuck, he's perfect. We just use him. Yeah, well, yeah, and then well, because he's he's like he's like I looked at, I looked at the American election and everyone thought it was ridiculous that Trump would win, but I was like, you know, he could do it. He could do it because people are so apathetic; they'll vote for any, which was exactly the point in Persona Five. But yeah, maybe that's true. Maybe, maybe he just predicted he's like we're gonna have, or maybe he just predicted that the next the next U.S. president would just use that, whether it was Trump or just someone else, be like, we're gonna make this country great again. Yeah, just just if Trump had if, nano, if, if, th- yeah, if Trump had to run, just all of a sudden a professional wrestler would just come out of nowhere and gone. I'm running for the United States president, and just body slams his opponents. Pretty much gets into a debate and just fucking just like get someone to just get one of the fucking camel clutch, or he just figured they used the whole thing like the country sucks. I'm gonna fix it. I'm gonna make it great again. All the debates are moderated are by all the all the all the debates are moderated by Jerry the King Lawler and Jim and Jim Ross. Yeah, or it's just that president from Idiocracy. Oh man, fucking President Camacho gets a bad rap because yes, he's an idiot, but he knows he's an idiot and like actually tries to make the country better. Yeah, he listens to the people and gives them what they want within the means of power that he has. <laughs> He's a low intelligence, high wisdom character. Pretty much. Whereas everyone else in politics right now is low everything except Constitution, because I'm pretty sure that's the only reason those fuckers aren't dead yet. That's enough politics. I am sorry I got us on this track. Yes. So the special edition lets you play as Virgil. It also lets you play as Lady and Trish in a similar way that you start off playing as Lady and then you play as Trish afterwards. Uh But 
but much like Virgil, they just play the they just play through the game without any cutscenes. They have an intro cutscene at the beginning where the two of them run off to go play the game while Dante stays in his shop eating pizza. Yeah, we're gonna go do a thing. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. And yeah, the problem is I'm playing the Steam version. I have to play it on a keyboard because I don't have a com- com- computer compatible controller. Devil May Cry is not designed. Devil May Cry is not the kind of game that you can play using keyboard very well. No, no, you cannot. That is. It's very. That's rough. Yes, it's 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 so rough that I basically had to switch it to the the. You suck. You are terrible. You should feel ashamed of yourself. Difficulty level. Yeah, you lost to this boss twice in unlocked easy mode. Yeah. It's like it reminds me of like that one comic where it's like, man, the game itself is is feeling bad for you and giving you easy mode. You're right. You should you should hold out for like the worst mode, and that's basically what happened. Yes, yeah, it's the chicken hat. And finally, I'm like, well, I'm clearly not going to get through this game using a keyboard on anything higher than this difficulty. So, Wait, you have a PS4, right? I do have a PS4. My PS4 controller does not work on my computer for some reason. Oh. I don't know why. That's a shame. Or maybe I'm just maybe I'm just too dumb to figure it out. Either way, yeah. So I had to use the keyboard on the lowest difficulty because attempting to do anything else with the keyboard is futile. Yeah. And even then, I'm like, what do I press? What do I press? Okay. It's like I'm operating a spaceship instead of a video game. <laughs> well, you can grab yourself a Xbox controller for PC for just twenty five dollars on Amazon. I could, but I won't because I don't have an Xbox. No, I mean... I could also just get a... It'll work on PC. Well, yeah, but I could also just get a PC controller. Well, that's what that's what this is. It's, it, it is it is shaped like an Xbox controller, but you plug it into your PC. Oh, so it doesn't work... It doesn't actually work with an Xbox. No, it does. It, it works on both. I, I'm using one. I've been using one since it was an Xbox 360 controller. Didn't have an Xbox 360. I'm not saying you need one. Didn't have an Xbox 360 or an Xbox or an Xbox or an X-Bone. I have nothing that is Microsoft. You have a computer. I was like, I do have a computer. Well, there you go. I'm not saying I'm not saying that you need to go out and buy a fucking Xbox in order to play games on your PC. Just you can buy a goddamn controller that has the same layout of an Xbox controller because that is the fucking hard because that is the software that is built into Windows. You just plug so it in, give it a second, a thing loads, and then you can use it on your fucking computer for just it's totally fine. Ugh. God damn it! Well, I'm, I'm surrounded by people with their I weird PC. I'm, I'm surrounded by people with their weird console loyalist thing that I don't understand. Like, yeah, I don't have an Xbox One either. That's because I couldn't afford it. I could buy one console, and I bought the console that was objectively better by being a hundred dollars cheaper. No, I just went. I've, I'm my brand loyalty. Don't trust those Microsoftians. Oh, my brand. The only the only reason, in fact, except except I don't have an Apple computer because I t- I had to use an Apple computer in college and I hated them. Yeah, of course you did. I just did. Old Apple were terrible. Like the way it worked. 
Yes, I know. I was I was like ready to just like pull out a hammer and start smashing all the. Why isn't it working the way I want it to? Yeah, new apples. Yeah. From, new apples, from what I heard, are incredibly constrictive, but for like production, they're actually pretty all right. Like a lot of people use their. Like a lot of people will just have like their PCs for everything else, then have their Macs solely for editing. Well, yeah, that's what we that's what we had them for because they're like, yeah, but PCs suck for like you know creative stuff, and I'm like, well, that's great, but I don't know how to work this thing, and I keep I keep trying to to get Windows, and Windows isn't on here. I don't know how to work this interface. Well, I'll have you know, I've been using Windows for production for nigh on ten years now, and I have not had many problems with it at all. Well, that's good. Even back when I was using this software illegally. But now I'm buying you it might, because I don't want to get fucking wanna, sued. You might, yeah, you might not want to admit that. I've admitted way worse in this podcast. It only matters if someone listens to it. That's a fair point. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure our one, our one fan won't say anything. Yeah, yeah, totally. They... Hell, our one fan isn't listening to this. Our one fan is the guy on iTunes who subscribed to us like months ago and then ha- just hasn't unsubscribed on iTunes. It's every once in a while. Oh, yeah, I'm subscribed to them. I haven't listened to them in a while. Shuts off the phone. Anyway. I had my mom listen to, listen to this once. <laughs> she was curious what I was doing. She's like, "Oh yeah, I'll listen." I'm like, "You don't know. You're not going to know a single thing we're talking about." She says, "Well, I'll listen anyway." And then she's like, "I didn't know a single thing you were talking about." I'm like, yeah, I, I told you that. I told you that going in. <laughs> but hey, she supported us. That's nice. Thanks, Alex's mom. My mom has never listened to one of these shows, but she supports. In her own way. Largely for making sure I don't become poor and destitute. Well, more poor and destitute. I wasn't going to say anything. I was. I know what I know. I know where my lane is. My lane is the fucking bread bowl lane. Or whatever the fucking bread line is. I don't know. The bread bowl is is the bread bowl is the thing where they make soup in a bowl made out of bread. Okay, I was in the, okay. The bread line is my lane. It's quite delicious. I'm not a big fan of bread. Well, okay, more specifically, I'm not a big fan of the bread they use to make bread bowls. Fair enough. Oh, anything else you've been playing then? Uh, between you spending spending my most of my money on tea and spending forever beating Devil May Cry Four with that because of no controller. No. All right then. That's all I got. Uh, so I have like two things. I had two things. So yeah, both of which kind of from the same nice. developer. Perfectly balanced. <coughs> so I'm trying to think I have the least to say about. Um, I recently started playing the remastered version of Call of Duty for Modern Warfare. And how is that different from the non-remastered version? It looks gooder. That's it. That's it. It looks gooder, so you so you can. Well, you also can it runs on it PS4. As, as you're fragging, whoever. 
The fragging fucking noob bitches. Yeah. Once you got a new tube, fucking three sixty, fucking three sixty quick scope off this ladder, you bitch. No scope three sixty, whatever that means. Fuck you, your mom's gay. I don't know. I can only stupid kids. We can only make fun of them so hard before we just start getting into the real disgusting shit they say. But no, yeah, I haven't jumped into the online. I've only been playing the single player because I remember actually really enjoying the single player of uh, the Modern Warfare games up until three. What changed? Uh, the guns felt like shit. Ah. Uh, you know, that old chestnut. No. Yeah, that happens sometimes. But yeah, I remember back like when like I remember back when like uh, achievements mattered. And a buddy of mine had those games, and so he came over, and we just spent I just spent the entire night just hanging out, eating bullshit, and trying to get through the games on the fucking hardest difficulty, saying to get the trophy to get to get the get the fucking achievement of like, hey, you beat the game on the hardest difficulty. Woo! You win nothing. No, we won points, and those points made our dicks look bigger. It really doesn't. You it, think it does? But it, doesn't. it did back in two thousand seven. Back in the olden days, when when people were like, "Hey, hey we got this, we got this novel new thing. It's a Chivo. It's fucking Chivos." Back when people still had hope, yeah, yeah. But nowadays, it's like, "Yeah, our game has trophies and achievements. You don't care. No one cares." It's like, yeah, we gotten used to that. Let's yeah, see something else here. Like the last game that I played that actually gave half a dick about achievements in was the Ratchet and Clank game, like the new one. Because the game was so easy that I could just fucking blaze through it and get literally everything in it to feel like I got my money's worth, which I feel like I did. Like, aside from that movie shit, that game was still fucking really good. Uh, but anyway. So yeah, Modern Warfare Remastered. Uh, it's, it's Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare. Like, yeah, I don't really know what else to say about it. It, it, it feels... The shooting feels great. Uh, it is a very, it's a much more guided experience than I remember being it, it being though. Like back when I was a kid, it it felt a bit more. I think I was a bit more like open to just the game itself, be like being a bit more like handholdy and nose leading. But getting into this, I'm just like, all right, going through, going through. All right, let me go through the door. Let me go through the door. And then I, and then me being literally pushed out of the way, and the entire game camera just fucking like shaking as one of the NPCs is phasing through me because I'm not supposed to go through the door before they are. Don't do that. Yeah, and then we get into the actual like gunfire of it, and if and I started I started it and hardened, you know the uh, the third of the four vid, uh, the third of the four difficulty rankings. And it got to a point where I just, all right, go into a room, shoot this guy. And then all of a sudden I'm being shot from seven directions and dying instantly. Or the thing that actually made me drop the difficulty down to regular is I'd walk into a room and then I'd just die. No hit indicator, no frag grade, no frag grenade indicator. Just I walk in, fire two shots, and then I'm dead. Because it turns out that that dudes can be fucking invisible hiding in corners and then just come out with a shotgun and blam one hit kill you. Yeah, they do that sometimes. Yep. And it's not great when the fucking bad guys, you know, blend into the environment because the environments are a dark shade of light blue 
like you know, like darkened light blue, and then the bad guys are wearing darkened light blue. So he just walk in. It's like, oh, it's like a copy machine or whatever. Moving on. It's a copy machine that actually has a soldier in it. Yeah, it's a copy machine you with didn't a gas. This. Yeah, and so getting through that, um, I. Yeah, like pretty much the only thing that that game still really has going for it to me is the fact that the shooting still feels good. Like even these fucking decades or like decade later, the game still feels fundamentally good to play. Like the the folks at Infinity Ward when they made that game, they understood how to make shooting feel impactful and like not and understand how understood how to make the game feel impactful without actually making it have any impact at all. Which I guess is props to them. They, those guys still make good games. Because a good chunk of those guys who made that game are over at Respawn now, and they made Apex Legends, which I've also been playing. Huh. And how is that going? I'm really bad at it. Like, I think the best I've ever done in a game is I got three kills once, and that was it. I've never done better than three kills. And immediately after I got those three kills, I then died. Wow. Yeah, so I guess for the three people who don't know, um, Apex Legends is a new game from Respawn Entertainment, the guys who made Titanfall, and it is the latest entry in the Battle Royale genre. Which is to say, hey, (laughs) here's a bunch of people. We dump them onto an increasingly smaller map. They must kill each other. Where do they get the weapons? In the world. If they have no weapons, fuck them. Uh, the big difference here, though, uh, is two differences. Uh, from, what I, from what I understand, not a whole lot of the games really do this. Uh, but so the first thing is um, <coughs> the legends themselves. So when you go into all these games, um, you go in as just, while a relatively visually distinct, a cookie cutter person. Like you are not, like you are going in there and you are not like, you know, customize your character look however they want. All of them look and play exactly the same as everybody else. So pretty much anything that you actually get in the world is so pretty much the only way, the only thing that actually determines your level of success is the equipment you get and, the, and your skill as a player. With Legends, though, they introduce a different kind of way with doing things where each character you pick, while visually distinct, is also has different abilities. Every character has one passive ability, one active ability, and one alt. Um, first, and yeah, it's some of them. Some of them are actually really useful. Some of them are a bit weird. Um, like with uh, one of the characters, Wraith. Uh, they are, I think, one of the people that has been like shown in the marketing a lot because uh, they look like the most edge lord ninja motherfucker ever. Uh, what they do is their passive is. Every once in a while, a voice will whisper in their head and say, hey, there's a bad guy around. Uh, their activated ability is they can go into, they can essentially shunt out of reality for a hot second and just kind of run away. Um, they still leave a trail behind and people will like be able to see where the head of that trail is and get be there to shoot you when you come out of it. Uh, but it's still like a good quick escape thing. And their alt is activating a portal that opens up a portal at one end. You run a distance away, which then sets down the exit portal, so you're just able to, like, kind of, your squad's able to bamf through there real quick. But so are other people, and you can use it like traps and shit. 
Uh, and then you got folks with the Bloodhound, which is the only tracker character that's been released so far, where their passive is, I can see, I, I can see like little things in the environment that tell me, hey, a guy walked through here 30 seconds ago and then jumped off this railing. Uh, their activated ability. guy there. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, their activated ability is this like ping thing that gives them the current location of any enemy within a certain distance and directly in front of them. And their activated ability is uh, this master of the hunt mode thing where the screen goes black and white, all enemies are highlighted in bright red, and you're able to move a bit faster. Yeah, and so every character has stuff like that where they just have some things that make them different, and so everyone ends up getting their main. Uh, currently, my main is Gibraltar, who is the tank, who has a shield when he aims his gun, can throw down a bubble shield, and then summon an aerial strike. Which, last one, not exactly shield-related, but what are you going to do? But yeah, uh, currently there is only one real... Like, like a lot of these games, there's only one map. Uh, so playing this game over and over again... Uh, the map gets starts getting a bit stale, but it also but that also makes it more memorable. So you're able to so you're able to like land down and go. Okay, I know there I know there should be good gear in this area, this area, and this area. And a lot of people go for here, so let's go over here. And like you and like so so like like with a lot of the, like with all these games, the point where you drop is just as important like for you surviving as it is for you as it is for like the late game stuff. And. So many games I've played, I, I survived for 30 seconds because I landed in it because my fucking the guy controlling the jump drops us in a fucking drops us in an area where every other team is dropping. I run to these, I run one of these fucking item chests, open it up. The guy who's running up behind me grabs the gun first, then shoots me five times and I'm dead. Uh, then the other thing that they the other thing that they added for this game as opposed to all the other games is respawning. So in any of the other like battle royale games I've played, when you die, you are dead. No coming back. You might as well just quit out to the lobby and then try to rejoin a new game. With this one though, when you are downed, um, like when, when you are killed, you have a beacon that's left behind, where one of your one of your teammates can run up to the, run up to you, grab the beacon, and bring it to a respawn point that then drops you back in at full health. You have none of your items. So you have to resupply, but it essentially works that when you die, you are not actually dead until the rest of your squad is dead. Hmm. Which, that is something. It is a nice thing to actually differentiate itself from every other goddamn Battle Royale game. And I actually really appreciate it. Uh, like, my first game going into it, I was actually actually I was actually sitting there spectating on my team, rooting for them to be able to grab my fucking thing, get get over get over that thing, and just the amount of tension that was actually able to generate in me before I became a jaded asshole about this game, like I always do. Yeah, this game is the game is a lot of fun. Um, I've been playing it pretty much primarily solely on PS4 uh, because I want to do other things and. A game like a game like Apex Legends is not the kind of game that I want to set up my secondary TV for to do other stuff on while I play it. So you're not going to dual wheel TVs then? Oh no, I do dual wheel TVs. I just have one TV on my computer, so I'm able to like easily go through like YouTube or Netflix or whatever, and then my other TV is running Apex. Yeah, I have a dual monitor. Se- I have a dual monitor set up for two single monitor devices. 
which works for me. I I like my setup as it is. Anyway, uh, yeah, uh, I don't really have a whole lot else to say really about Apex Legends. Like, I, I could go more into like guns and shit like that, but you don't seem particularly interested, and I don't really know if I'd be able to interestingly talk about this. Well, for what a whole else more. happens? Pardon? Well, I so said, what else did you have to add? Uh, just talk about like fucking the different styles of guns and shit which isn't really like, much oh I mean, it was like pistols and shotguns and yeah it's pistol shotguns uh you, there are there are like s- four different kinds of ammo that you can get that that, that then kind of like separates it separates the types of guns into like four different styles of guns like you got uh, it like yeah, it's like light ammo heavy ammo energy ammo and shotgun ammo And what is it? What is it like? Uh, have like a slower arc or whatever, or better, better bullet physics. Uh, if 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 that's a thing that games care about, I don't think so. I think it's just like fire rate. Oh, uh, like uh, like the like the uh, the light round they fire a lot faster. Um, so you have like you know smaller clips, but with the bigger guns, like the heavy ammo guns, they fire a bit slower, but they hit a lot harder. Oh, with the energy weapons—they're just kind of weird. <laughs> Like there's an energy sniper rifle that if you aim, it then like has a little reticle that goes vroom, 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 and like zooms in on itself, which then charges up different shots so the gun can fire three bullets at once. I take it it doesn't follow the fallout route of completely vaporizing your body. Nope. Didn't think so. Yeah, uh the the energy ammo assault rifle, it actually has a wind up on it. You have to crank it? No, no, no. Like, like when you when you pull on the fire thing, it goes like, and like as it as it speeds up, it fires more. It fires the rounds more quickly, so it takes a second for it to actually get like the full burst fire. Oh, that's actually kind of clever. Yeah. Uh, then they also have a light machine gun. Um, the heavy side also has light machine gun. Yeah, they all have like different variants with the exception of shotgun because shotgun is just all right. You have a pump action, you have a lever action shotgun, a full auto shotgun, or a pistol shotgun. Because you can only really have so many variations on shotgun. Yeah, shotguns are kind of like oh, bang. Yeah, but it's a shotgun. Spread, spread shot is a shotgun. Yep. Uh, with the light maybe ammo stuff, you- barrels. Maybe it has a sawed-off barrel, but it's the same thing. Yeah. Uh, with the light ammo ones, they got a pistol, a full auto pistol, an SMG, an assault rifle, and a and a semi-automatic rifle. And yeah, like as, as you as you run through as you run through it with stuff, you like you go around and you collect ammo for it. You collect um different upgrades that can upgrade the like the capacity of your fucking things. The the stability of your firing, the like recoil reduction, and then the scope. Like like every single gun has a set of slots on it. Uh, for like for like a lot of the white we- light weapons and some of the heavy weapons, they all have four slots, which like I said are optics, clip, uh, barrel, and and uh, stock. And those are all at different. Those are all like at three levels, the three like tier levels, well four tier levels technically. 
common, uncommon, rare, and then fucking mythic, I guess. The mythic level. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, uh, while, while story is not really a big thing in these games at all, there is a well, bit of... It doesn't sound like it. Yeah, there is a bit of story in here, like talking about the Apex games and how like this is all like an actual big competition that people sign up for. And it's all set in the same world as Titanfall. Well, like, like go, going to going to like going to drop in, you can actually see outside the boundaries of the world that of the world that you're dropping into. These fucking weird giant water creatures kind of walking throughout the ocean, just and on the and on the actual place you're dropping into itself, uh, there are like the bones of giant dinosaurs and shit. That some of them you climb over, some of them you find ammo in. Uh, there are like nests of creatures, and sometimes the creatures are, like flying overhead. Uh, and a thing that I think that was pointed out to me by people on the internet um, in Titanfall, there's a gun called the R300, which is like a, just a regular old assault rifle. And then in and then in Apex Legends, there's a gun called the R301, which is basically the exact same, just slightly different. So it's neat stuff like that of like just getting that's like a reference, I guess. Well, a reference and also stating that like this kind of takes place after Titanfall and Titanfall Two, because it's this. I'm assuming. Pardon? This wasn't Titanfall a mech game. Titanfall was a mech game. There are no mechs in this, but there are. But one of the characters is a robot, a sentient robot. He's called Pathfinder. He has a grappling hook, and his ultimate is a bigger grappling hook hmm. yeah the game is okay. the game is actually a lot of fun um i this is this is the first of the battle royale games that i've really started to get into which is largely because the folks at respawn know how to make a really good fucking game and yeah i tried a, I tried a couple of them but i was i was not very good at them oh yeah i'm terrible at this game too like i like the first couple of fucking matches I actually played, I just got carried the entire time. And the only times I have the only times I've ever actually felt like I'm contributing are very few and far between while playing this game. But I still actually enjoy playing it. Like it's a good game for me to just kind of like sit down and go, hey, I've got two hours to do nothing. I'm just fucking getting a couple Apex matches. And then I come out of it feeling the same way I do coming out of like playing MTG Arena or something. Of just, ah, that was fun. Now on to the rest of my day. Which means I'll probably end up at some point being so outclassed by literally everyone in the game that I just no, don't have fun playing it. But it seems like they are working on keeping things relatively fresh by like adding in new characters. They just added in, with this new season, a new legend uh, called Octane, I think, who is a speed-based character. Like, they have a speed boost thing. Uh, they can lay down jump pads to bounce people off of them. They can do interesting and fun shit going forward, and I want to see how this game actually progresses. Well, it sounds pretty clever if, if you know, you enjoy getting destroyed by other people and oh, yeah. them mock you. That's probably what happens. Oh, probably. But I mute them, so they don't can't, so they can't mock me. Oh. Suck it, well, other that's people. One, that's one... That's one way to uh, beat the odds there. Yep. That's some fucking next suck, little strats. But I can't hear you. Ha ha ha. Yeah. 
yeah, you come you come to fucking Destor Prods for the elite strats on how to fucking crush at Apex. So there you go. If you don't want if you don't want people to make fun of you, just mute them. Just mute them, and you can't hear them. They yeah. are making fun of you, but yeah, you won't know. But as so long as you can't hear them, you can live in denial. Anyway, that's all I got to talk about. Okay. Uh, news-wise, I got fucking nothing. Yeah, I yeah, I don't think there's anything. Yeah, there's not really a whole lot of note happening right now. This, it's been announced or uh, released so far. Yeah. It's not that I can think of. Yeah, not really. Just kind of. And all the good stuff has come out. Yeah, and new releases wise, it's also just kind of bleh. Like for this week, it's basically nothing. Well, actually, there is one thing in news I just thought of. Oh? Oh, yes. So since we brought up Persona 5 way back at the beginning, so uh, that Persona 5 R thing. Right, yeah, the thing where it's like a female protagonist. Sort of. Well, first of all, first of all, it's called Persona Five: The Royal, and yes, the the announcement that aired during part of the uh, one of the anime specials is basically it's just yes, it's a, a female character talking about how she doesn't really trust the Phantom Thieves, and that is it. Yeah. From from what we can guess, that probably means it's going to be, you know, the, the typical updated re-release, and she's the new standard. Uh, Shin Megami Tensei pre-released new female character like Marie was in Persona 4 Golden. Oh, okay. That's what you're thinking. Uh, I was thinking like a... The, the thing that I heard kind of floating around like when that trailer initially... Like when that video initially hit was everyone was like, oh yeah, it's like going to be like Persona 3 fucking portable. We're going to get in a female protagonist. That's the other theory, but people aren't sure. Yeah, it could be either. Um, I may end up getting the game because another thing that they uh they that was it only has a site right now but there's a thing called persona 5 s Ugh. which people are thinking is a switch version yeah okay actually that which makes, would go that with, makes some sense which would go with joker showing up in uh you know smash smash but if that's a switch version then what is Royal? Because they wouldn't release the updated version only on the PS4 and have the Switch version just be the regular version, would they? Nah, I... Thinking about it, it's probably going to be like, hey, we're releasing fucking the Royal on PS4 and then the Switch version is just the Royal, but they're just calling it Persona 4, Persona 5 on the Switch. That could make sense. Yeah, because like the game already out on... The game already being out on these other systems, yeah. they need to differentiate it between, hey, here's Persona 5 and here's Persona 5 The Royal. But then since it never was released on Switch, it yeah. could just be, and Switch here's Persona 5 on Switch. Mm. You can get a Persona that looks like Mario. His stats yeah, suck. His stats suck and he has no good moves, but hey. Yeah, it replaces your gun it's attack Mario. with a jump. Boing. Or just, or just when you have him equipped, just the game turns into like the Paper Mario style RPG. Oh, with the whole uh, 
you have to hit the button to yeah the timing thing for like the like the Mario and Luigi games too. Watch out! He knows about timed hits. Yeah. Boom! 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 Anyway. Yeah, that's all I got. That's the only news I can think of. Okay, yeah. And then, like I said, nothing really coming out for the next couple weeks. Uh, this week, you got fucking the original Borderlands coming out on modern consoles. If you want to play it again. Oh, right. Actually, fuck. I, t- I totally forgot. Borderlands 3 is the thing now. Oh, is it? Yeah, they've officially announced Borderlands 3. I actually and forgot this was happening. I, I didn't even know it was coming at all. I thought, I thought 2 was the last one. No, they, they've released... Like, it's been a while since Borderlands 2, but they released a game after Borderlands 2. What was it? The pre-sequel. Oh, uh, what was that called? Borderlands 0? No, it's called Borderlands the pre-sequel. That... Okay, that's an interesting name there. You get to play as Claptrap. But yeah, uh, so so Borderlands three, uh, yeah, they got they have uh, they have a few different uh, they they released a bunch of information about it so far. Um, we have our four vault hunters, um, Zane, who is a type of like assassin character who's able to like make holograms copies of himself. Uh, we got um, Amara, who is a melee focused siren who's able to make like fucking Buddha arms behind her that just just appear and just punch shit. Uh, there is Flack, who is some kind of robot man with fucking like monsters that he's able to summon in. And there is Moe's, who is who has a, who's like got fucking guns and shit. She can summon up a giant mech that she can that she rides in and shoots stuff with. And then when you're playing in co-op, you can ride on the back of the giant mech while some while the Moe's is actually piloting the mech. Uh, the trailers that we've seen have shown a bunch of recurring characters uh, like Tiny Tina, Mordecai, a Brick. Um, General Hammerlock, Claptrap, obviously. Of course, can't get rid of him. Yeah, <laughs> and we got to see some of the environments that will be hap- that will be coming out in it. With the only one that really stood out being this massive, like future city that we never really got to look at. That we got to look at in the trailer, but we haven't really seen in Borderlands itself. Like a lot of Borderlands is just Pandora, where things are fucking space westerns. But with but with this, this looks like a proper straight up fucking future city. And according to Gearbox, we'll actually get to go to worlds beyond Pandora. Oh no. So instead of just being locked into one little place, you're gonna be going to different places throughout the fucking galaxy, maybe. Yay! Oh, and also there it's are going like to be a, a billion space western. Yeah. Also, there are going to be a billion guns. A billion. A billion. A billion. Some of those guns can walk. Is this like most of them are just bullet swaps of each other, or like a yeah, that, different it's, guns? It's, it's gearbox. It's fucking Borderlands, dude. Yeah, like they have they have I think seven weapon manufacturers that all manufacture the different versions of the same gun, just with their own unique spin on it. Like the Jacobs guns are, yeah, these are fucking like <coughs> these are like fucking fe- feathering the hammer six shooters. You got ones that are. More about elemental damage. You got ones that when you reload, instead of reloading, you just throw the gun away and it explodes. And then the, and then your numbers get bigger and smaller. 
That seems wasteful. To see this in action, check out, check out mine and Caveman's playthrough of Borderlands 2, available now on DeathStoreProds.com. You guys actually did a playthrough? Yeah, we are currently playing through the game. Are you doing good at it? Yeah, we're doing all right. I'm playing as Krieg the Psycho, who's the melee-focused character. Um, Caveman is playing as uh, the necromancer, the, sorry, the technomancer. And so he's able to summon a death robot. Oh. And I'm able to take less damage and use a buzzsaw blade to chop people up. As you do. Yeah, it's fun. Borderlands is a fun game. It looks it, but I can never really get get a get it going for some reason. I don't know why. I always watch it. I'm like, I'm like, that looks fun. I should play that sometime, and then I never do. Yeah, um, the game is really the game really pushes the whole like, hey, play with your friends focus. Um, but I playing with Cave is the first time I think I've played Borderlands for an extended period of time with other people. Yeah, I just, about right. I just don't like playing games with other people, really. I don't know too many other people that play games. Well, hey, you so know at least two. Guys. I mean, I mean, I know, I, yeah, I mean, like, I know you two, but we don't usually play the same kind of games. We do not. So. Uh, but yeah, so. Maybe with, maybe with Borderlands, though. Yeah, maybe when Borderlands 3 comes out so on September 13th. Well, I'll just save up for that since I used most of my game money in the last two months. Yeah, that's fair. Anyway, like I was saying about the fucking drought of games that are happening right now. Uh, so yeah, like I said, Borderlands, the original game, is coming to PS4 and X-Bone. Uh, that's pretty much the only thing of note this week. Uh, next week, uh, there's a there's some Shovel Knight stuff coming out. Um, the Shovel Knight King of Cards, which is the final thing in the Treasure Trove series, where you are playing as a diff, where you're playing as different knights. Uh, Silver Knight Treasure Trove is coming to Switch now. Um, Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney Trilogy HD. All three of the original Ace Attorney games are coming to PS4, Xbox, PC, and Switch, which I appreciate. I would like, I love those games, and I would like the opportunity to play them again without having to buy another 3DS. Yeah, that would be. So, how HD is it? Or not very. Oh, it is the most HD. These pixels are going to be fucking ridiculous. So it's just like, oh man, look at these pixels upscaled. Well, actually, so so we're get, so we get a look at the actual game itself, and it looks like they are actually they redid the artwork, so it looks so it looks like a bit more modern, and like they. I'll actually just fucking send you the picture. Okay. So you can look at it yourself. The one on the left is the original game. The one on the right is the HD. Yeah, I mean, it does. It does look HDified. Yep, I'll give it that. It's it's a little it's a little more impressive looking. Yep, and so it'll now just be a matter of seeing how that HD translates to real 1080p, because so far the HD versions have only been released in 3DS. So we we'll seeing how that upscales. Yeah. Well. And then that's about it. Those are the only real things happening this next couple weeks in terms of new games coming out. Yeah, not much. Ooh. Oh, well. That's good for this week. Thank you all for joining us. 
We'll be back. At some point, more of this fucking shit. Until then, I'm dead. And I am Alex. And we will see you guys next time.